Welcome to another edition of the Supercoach HQ podcast. I'm Shorty, and once again, I'm joined by Sean and Adam. How are we, boys? Yeah, very well. Thanks, mate. Good, thanks. Shorty, how are you? That's why. Yeah, I'm going pretty nicely. Thanks, mate. It's an interesting point of the season, as we were just discussing before the video. Um, it's really a time where trades are pretty hard to come by. You really got to treat them like gold, and uh, there's not so much action happening aside from a couple of those finalising trades. So. We've had a look at it, and there's a few guys that are probably thereabouts for people, and we're going to look at the defence first off. I'm going to throw to you first, Sean, on the argument of Malcheski. He's been out of favour for a long time, um, but he's starting to come back into a bit of form and a bit of a sneaky chance for some teams. The other one we'll look at is Kelly. But we'll go with uh, you first on the Nick Malcheski scene, Sean. Yeah, look, mate, when he started the season as the most expensive defender, that seems like a long, long time ago, but... At the minute, he's dropped over $200,000, and the last two weeks, he's recorded scores above 90s, which are his two highest of the year. I think maybe he's starting to come back. He had a burst cyst in his knee, so he's had trouble with that before. But look, hopefully, we can't plan for injuries, but we're hoping that he's going to have a full run at the rest of the season, as the, as the Suns look to finish off well. And look, he's starting to get a bit more of the ball, 21 touches here, and uh, 25 there, so starting to get a bit more back. Uh, I think he looks pretty good. He's got a low break even as well at only 21, so he will go up in price. And I think as a sixth defender, a pretty good option. That, well, that's my opinion. What do you lads think? Yeah, no, I agree, mate. I think he's, uh, if anything, I reckon we can lock him into our sides for next year, that's for sure. He's going to be a nice sort of buy there. Um, yeah, he's starting to getting to some real form that we know he can do. Um, Adam, any further thoughts on Chessy and uh, also give us your views on Kelly? I think Josh covered it pretty brilliantly, the fact that Melchesky is he's really turned a corner at the moment. He's getting the ball, and even though I think earlier in the season he was still getting those high numbers, his disposal just seemed a little bit shaky, but he's really seemed to uh, straighten that out. So I brought him in actually in my draft league. I managed to snare him, so I'm pretty happy with him, but a guy that I've brought into my Supercoach Classic team this week, as we uh, touched at the table earlier in the week, it was it's James Kelly, and someone that I'm really impressed with, and don't let his average fool you, he's only averaging 74 at the moment, but uh, a couple of injury-affected scores, he did have that number, uh, it was a 9, I think he scored when he was subbed out early with an ankle, and then also he had a 95 against the Tigers, but he was subbed out, I think just before three-quarter time with that ruptured testicle. So, um, but he's really turned a corner at the moment. He's averaged, uh, he scored 106 last week, which is the highest score for the for the season so far, and a 57 the week before. But that was also coming out of the uh, the subs vest. So, someone that I really like is James Kelly, and his price of 343 thousand dollars. It's someone that you can really bring in as a maybe a six or a seventh defender, and just provides that consistency, uh, consistency that you can rely on for the rest of the season. I believe. Yeah, no, you're right there, mate. They're, both those players are sort of right for the picking and, and perfect for your uh, final defender because there's, they're fairly consistent at, at their best and at, at a great price that so you can't really refuse just to finalise that team. But uh, another big talking point is definitely Gary Ablett. Uh, a lot of people did bring him in. I think it was about 15% or so sort of brought him in last week, which um, you would have been extremely happy with. But if you don't have him, I think we probably agree you, you've got to have him now. Despite the price tag, we'll discuss that a little bit. I, I personally feel you got to have him, and I have brought him in this week, even though he's you know so expensive. Uh, we know what he can do. We, we know all that. 
but the fact is, is he an absolute must now? I know he was last week, but if you miss the boat, you have to just cop that and accept it, that he's gone up again and going to continue to go up, and he may just be too far out of your price range. Do we have to accept that, or do you have to do everything within your power to just make this operation get Gary Ablett in? I'll, I'll start with you, Josh, because we'll, uh, it is an interesting talking point. Yeah, mate. Um, well, the way I see it is that at worst he might average 100, 125 for the rest of the year. Not many players can do that in the league. So as far as um, just genuine point scoring ability, he's right, right at the top of the tree. And if all your opponents have him and you're the one who doesn't, then you're going to be left behind. Yeah, that's right. And Adam, do you have him at the moment? Yeah, I was lucky enough to bring him in and benefited from that, that big 189. He does love the Giants and Someone he also loves is the uh, the Adelaide Crows. Has scored very nicely against them in the past. Uh, 130 last year. But if we look back at some of his earlier numbers, there's a 197 and a 198 mixed in amongst a 145, a 139. So he does love the Crows. So if you haven't got him in, I'd be trying to get him in. But uh, Shorty, you you did bring him in this week. How did you generate that cash for him? Did you happen to have a a, a peaked cash cow, or did you have to move around some premiums to get him in? Yeah, he's some amazing scores against the Crows there, isn't it? But, um, yeah, look, I sort of, my plan was to bring in a couple of premiums this week. The plan was Ablett and Bartel this week. Um, but off the back of Ablett's amazing score, um, it kind of threw out my plans there. Um, so look, I did have quite a bit of cash from last week, sort of a bit of forward thinking from a week ago towards this week. But, um, yeah, Bartel, I won't be able to snap up. So I'm thinking I'll, I'm um, getting Melchesky or Cali this week alongside Ablett. So I sort of had, I think it was about over 500,000 sitting the bank trying to play ahead of the game. It didn't quite pay off. But I think um, Ablett should serve me nicely regardless of, um, you know, he's still got a fair bit of footy left this season. So um, I think you definitely have to have him. And, and sticking with the sort of Ablett flavour is the captaincy this week. Um, he plays on the, the Saturday at 140. Over in Adelaide, not too many good-looking options in those. Well, tonight's game, not too many options there. I would imagine now there's a bit of a question mark. I think mark you definitely got to, you definitely have to look at Luke Hodge. Um, yeah, you rate Hodge as an opportunity for the the VC over, say, a, an Ablett or a Goldstein, mate. I think he's worth the punt most definitely. The form he's sort of been in at the moment, he's he's almost scoring as well as as a midfielder and. Up against the, the Blues, you don't know what they're going to bring. They are a, a relatively defensive-minded unit, but um, you know, I still I do like Hodgie. I think he's worth a look tonight. But um, personally, I'm going to chuck the vice captaincy on Goldstein. I think that big 221 last week. It's too hard to ignore, and you know, I've always got a Pendles or a uh, uh, just a Pendles or a, a Hanabry that you can rely on on the Sunday if things don't go right. So I think I'm I'm willing enough to back in Goldstein on the Saturday night and then still have those secure options in a Pendlebury, a Hanabry, a, a Josh Kennedy's even maybe a Dane Swan on the on the Sunday. Yeah, there, there is a few options later in the week, which makes the, the loophole possibly a little tricky. I guess Mason Cox is on the Sunday. I'm thinking if I can possibly work in Ablett for the VC, I will. If not, it'll probably be on a Hodge, maybe, or even, yeah, no, probably Hodge is looking the most likely, but I was originally thinking probably the captain straight on Ablett could be the, the option. Sean, what are you looking at for your captain this week to, to round out the podcast? Uh, it will be Vice-Captain Gary 
into Captain Goldstein. Yeah, I think that'll be a pretty popular one this week. Thanks for joining me today, fellas. Good stuff. No drama, Shorty. Always a pleasure. Always, and thanks for joining us, guys. And be sure to check out our other podcast, The Table, which features earlier in the week. And also, of course, get onto the Facebook page. Give us a like there. Bit of Twitter action as well. And, of course, plenty of content on the website. Thanks for joining us.